Melanie, we are going to start a session on blind spots in parenting. And you and I have talked about what does God want us to cover in 2023? How can we empower and equip parents? And this was the topic that we just kept coming back to. Yep. Yep. We sure did. And it's not easy. And I just hope that our listeners know we have entered this conversation with a lot of prayer mm-hmm. and reflection and humility. Yeah, for sure. We don't have this figured out. No. So this isn't a listen to us. We have the answers. This right. is a come along the journey with us because right. we are still figuring things out. I love that word picture. We are inviting you as moms, dads, grandmas, grandpas to come alongside us and look at what these blind spots are, the ones that we've identified. There's obviously a lot more. Such blind spots as technology, sex, discipline, raising successful children, and and more that we're going to cover. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about what is a blind spot. So I think most of us who are drivers, when we hear that term, we automatically think to that little place back here Uh over our shoulder that we sometimes have to look because we can't see a car when it's there in that lane. And when we went to the dictionary, there were a couple of definitions. One is an area where a person's view is obstructed. Another definition was subject or area in which someone's ability to understand is weak or lacking. What does that have to do with parenting? I think for anyone who has been a parent for a hot second, (laughs) you very quickly realize the limitations of your own skill set. I think we all come to the table thinking, we're grownups. We we should know how to do this. Mm -hmm. But parenting very quickly um, shows us, if nothing else, how dependent we are on the Lord to get through every single day. Well, and how easy it is to look at other parents and go, what are they doing? They're not even thinking. It's because a lot of times it's in their blind spot Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they don't see it. And so we're coming alongside you with the goal the prayer is that we're going to provide you with some tools. Mm -hmm. First of all, based upon the Bible as our wisdom, we're going to look at trusted resources, and then we're going to bring in some personal experience of Mm -hmm. raising our four children each, total of eight, with the goal of helping you understand what you can't see. Because that's the beauty of a community, right? Like right. I, I'm doing, I'm you know going along my merry way, mm-hmm. and I can't see what I can't see. That's my blind spot. Right. But you objectively can go. <clears throat> I love you. I'm your friend. I don't know if you realize this, but you are headed for a brick wall. Yeah. What brick wall? I didn't see that brick wall. It, and unfortunately, it's not that clear because it sneaks up on mm-hmm. us, and it's a blind spot. And suddenly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And suddenly, we're going. Where did this come mm-hmm. from? Mm-hmm. And so, what we're wanting to do as moms, we're wanting to come alongside you and say, "Listen, these are some blind spots that we've had come upon us." Mm-hmm. And then also, what we don't often realize is that decisions we make when that child is. One, two, three, four, five, which in ABC Jesus Loves Me terms, we call the foundational mm-hmm. years. What you are doing with that child then truly does affect their teenage years. Yep. yep. And I'm going to say it's going to affect a lot. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're going to cover um, at the beginning here of 2023. And I'm excited to dive in. Me too. Welcome back to Parenting to Impress, your go-to podcast to learn practical ways to love God and love others, and impress this on the hearts of your children. I am your host, Heidi Franz, and I am joined by my dear friend, Melanie Simpson. 
Two moms who have made a lot of mistakes, but have found grace and truth along the way. All right, Melanie, let's dive in to the blind spot of technology. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, it's a big one. It is. And I also find that it's very controversial. I was going to say, it is not just a blind spot. It is a hot topic. That's exactly right. And even in on, on Facebook, on social media, with um, the ABC Jesus Loves Me mm-hmm. family, when I post something, I can almost always bet there's going to be somebody who is telling me the mm-hmm. research that I am sharing is wrong. And that goes back to, I don't know if you remember, we did a podcast, one of our early ones about how the expectation we have of our Christian community mm-hmm. that we all think the same way, right. parent the same way, and how <laughs> rudely disruptive it is when we come to the realization uh-huh. that indeed we do not. Right. Um, and so I think that's the preface, right? Is we are not trying to prescribe how you and your family should handle these things. Mm-hmm. We are just trying to say... This is what our experience was. This is what the studies, the statistics, that's a hard word, are showing. Um, So it's not just us. It's greater minds out there who are dedicating their lives to figuring this out because it is a, it's an epidemic. It is. And we are, I believe, only beginning to see the ramifications of the decisions with technology. Yeah. Because this is really that that first generation that has actually grown up all the way. Yeah. Yeah. When you actually look at iPhones and iPads and and the technology is very new. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were growing up, it wasn't even an option. I nope. mean, it was, you had TV mm-hmm. and we didn't even have cable. Mm-hmm. So there weren't a lot of options for us, but now it is everywhere yeah. so and accessible. everybody's handling it differently. Yep. And I think that's what makes it hard. So I'm going to echo your words that we are not telling you what to do. We are strictly providing you with information, Mm -hmm. what we learned in our own parenting journey, which hopefully then will be something that you can take to your spouse, pray about it yep, and talk through what is best. But Melanie, we never start a conversation without looking at what the scriptures say. Absolutely. And so I would say... Two verses in particular really kind of stood out to me. Um, the first is from Matthew six twenty two, and um, it says, "The eye is the lamp of the body. Mm-hmm. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light." Mm. And you know, when we think about the context of Scripture, how often that term "light" is used in reference right. to Christ and salvation and all that. So it's just a good reminder: we have to really be intentional about about what we see, what we let our body, our minds take in, because it really does impact who we are. Very much. So. I think often about my little boys and mm-hmm. wanting to watch the sword fight, the swashbuckling movies and <laughs> the three stooges. I mean, right. you know, and then do it. Right. I mean, I would see them, you know, going to poke each other's eyes out like <laughs> Mo and Curly. And I'm like, stop. You have to put your hand here. The imitation of what right. they see, the mimicry is such a childlike mm-hmm. characteristic. And so that translates very quickly into things down the road. And as parents, we have to be those gatekeepers Mm, for our kids. mm -hmm. They are not going to instinctively go, oh, this is not something, this is not light (laughs) that I am allowing in. And so as parents, we have to be their gatekeepers. And then this is what's so important, I think. You're going to say model, aren't you? 
I know. <laughs> I know. We have to model it. Mm-hmm. And then third, we have to train them. Yeah. We cannot just continue to be their gatekeepers. Mm-hmm. We can't just model it. We have to train them the why mm-hmm. get to the heart. And that's so applicable to us. I mean, we are constantly in training too. Yeah. I mean, as sinful people, right. we want to do what we want to do, watch what we want to watch. Right. And my goodness, that can become a very slippery slope. You and I were in a Bible study group. You know what I'm going to say here. <laughs> and I was watching a program. And and Melanie, I'm going to say of all the levels of programs, right. this one was not horrible by any stretch of the imagination at that time. But I got convicted Mm -hmm. about what am I putting into my brain? How am I using Mm -hmm. my time? And so it is a continual process of Mm -hmm. sanctification that we talk about all the time. Okay. Can I say this? I think the hard part is, though, when you are talking about your personal sanctification, for the most part, those things don't impact other people. Mm -hmm. But as a parent, Mm -hmm. it does. What's going to happen is if you are consuming things that... You wouldn't let your child watch. Now, don't misunderstand me. I'm not talking about, you know, something that's appropriate for an adult versus a you know, right. toddler. Right. I'm just saying, as you are processing these things, that's where hypocrisy creeps in. Mm-hmm. And you are in danger of setting up the dichotomy of your children seeing you as mm-hmm. just law tellers and not law keepers. Mm-hmm. We have to model, mm-hmm. we're going back to that second mm-hmm. one, we have to model what we are telling our kids to do. Yeah. And that's why we have to start with the why. Yes. Tell us your second verse, please. Proverbs 4.23. <laughs> Above all else, guard your heart, mm. for everything you do flows from it. Mm-hmm. And I think the important part to remember here is that in Scripture, that word heart is used to talk about your desires. It's it, The heart was was thought of as like the, the seat of everything you wanted as a person. Mm-hmm. And not until you have a regenerated heart, a transformed heart, do those things become really in line with what God wants. Mm-hmm. It's just that constant monitoring of, is this my sinful fleshly right. heart? Or is this in line with what God wants for me? Yeah, so good. Continually thinking about ourselves personally and then for our kids are what we putting into our minds, what we're putting before our eyes, what we're listening to, is it bringing us closer to God? Yeah. Is it helping us love God Mm -hmm. and love others better. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we've given you just a couple of verses and you can um, do a whole word study on this yourself. But now let's look at what the scientists with Mm. statistics, what these experts are saying in this, in this realm. So I'm going to start with the American Academy of Pediatrics. And they suggest that there is no screen time for children until at least a year and a half to two years. Mm -hmm. No screen time, except for video chatting. Okay. If you call grandma, yeah, yeah, exactly. That is fine. Then for two to five-year-olds, an hour or less of screen time per day. Mm -hmm. But with that hour or less, it is best to be Mm co-viewing. So sitting beside your child while you are watching that program. But one of the things that I hear is that, well, my kids are watching something educational. And actually, there is evidence that shows that screens are not an effective teaching tool for babies and toddlers. Mm -mm. They are not effective because 
Babies and toddlers need face-to-face mm-hmm. interaction. That's why that video chatting mm-hmm. is more okay right because that face-to-face interaction right you say something mm-hmm. they respond they respond your face respond you know it's that mm-hmm. back and forth that is so crucial yeah. university of calgary came out and said the more time per week spent on screens the poor performance on screening test for behavior cognitive and social development Mm -hmm. at 36 months. So at a three-year-old, the more time they spend before screens, the more they are seeing behavior, cognitive, Mm -hmm. and social development delays. Yeah. The whole basis of ABC Jesus Loves Me is this play-based learning. And we know that is what is effective, is the interaction between the adult and the child at any age in particular, but specifically at those younger ages when that is, I mean, that's how you engage their eyes, their bodies, their, you know, their language. It's the immediacy of that person. You know, don't get me wrong. If you got to stick your kid in a high chair for 30 minutes while you're cooking dinner and they want to watch Mr. Roger or whatever. Yeah. And I'll even say that there were times in my life that my mom said, Heidi, turn on Mr. Rogers. Yes. Yeah. Because I was so anti-screens mm-hmm. and there were a couple of times in my life that I needed 30 minutes. Sure. Okay. I want to make sure that we are making this very clear. We are not anti-Mr. Rogers. Right. Right. <laughs> By any stretch of the yeah. imagination, there is a time and a place. Mm-hmm. Go to Ecclesiastes. There is a time and a place. Mm-hmm. There were times in doctor's offices that we had been waiting for what felt oh, like goodness. an eternity. And when you have four children, six and under Mm -hmm. in a doctor's office, you've been there. I spy only lasts so long. (laughs) That's exactly correct. And and so there are times for it. What we are saying is the large consumption of it. Right. Let's talk about... TVs in the background. We we hear that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we're not. They're not really watching mm-hmm. the TV, but it's just always on. It's just sound. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about why is that dangerous, mm-hmm. and what can you do instead. Mm-hmm. For me, it just feels pointless. If you want to have noise in the background, put on music. I think it's just filling this void. Mm-hmm. And I really want my children to be okay in silence. Yeah, yeah. I really yeah. want them to be okay with silence. Not always having to have a radio on or listening to a podcast now that they're teens. I want them to be okay with silence because silence is where God talks. Mm-hmm. And it opens up the time for conversation. Absolutely. That's still possible when there's like a background music versus dialogue for me feels right. more distracting. And music has been proven, especially like if, if you have uh, Bible verses that are set to music, let's say like Seeds family worship mm-hmm. or um, hide them in your heart by Steve Green, you are putting the truth of the scriptures, but don't be afraid to have silence. Mm-hmm. Silence is the time that we can actually hear ourselves mm-hmm. think. It's a time for children to create and build. Mm-hmm. You don't always have to have sound. It's a great point. As you and I have come to the table with this, those trusted resources, because I think that's another tool in our tool belt. Mm -hmm. How did you go about, I mean, did you just do a Google search? Did you ask other parents? How did you come to determine the things that would help you use technology wisely? 
That's a great question. As I have said, we have not done a lot of technology, especially in those toddler preschool years. We did not do a lot of TV. We did have DVD players in our van. And what we would do, we have a five-hour trip to grandma's house and grandpa's house. And the last hour, they would know that when we got to this point in the road, Mm -hmm. that then they could watch what's in the Bible Mm -hmm. DVDs. Love those. But they knew that that was an end point Mm -hmm. of having to sit there Mm -hmm. and talk and do whatever they were doing. And they got to watch a DVD. So that's something that I really encourage parents to do is if you're going to allow TV for a trip, have a point Mm -hmm. so that they know. So then then you don't have that constant thing of, can we watch now? Can Mm -hmm. we watch now? Can we watch now? We know at this point. Other electronics, I talked to parents who were ahead of me in the game, specifically a friend who is a technology specialist at a school. My sons are wanting to get into coding. What products can we use for coding? Protect them from other items that are on the internet that will give them a good start. You know, going to those parents who have gone before you, I think is invaluable. Yeah. My husband's in law enforcement. Now my son's in law enforcement. We were able to tap into the division at our local law enforcement agency that handles Mm -hmm. kind of the darker side, which we'll get into in a minute and just kind of pick their brains. Information that we used when their kids were younger too, because it is, I think, the accidental accessing the accidental exposure that is that trigger for most Mm -hmm. kids. I'm talking about pornography. So our kids have to know how to manage technology for school, just like we have to learn how to do it for work. How do we educate them and how do we start a conversation with them young so they know we can be trusted. They can come to us and say, man, uh, I just saw, uh, l- let me show you what my what just popped up on my right. phone. So Melanie, let's do this. Let's hit what to do in those preschool okay. elementary years. We're going to have a part two okay. to this conversation. Talk about the teen years. Okay. Now, as parents, even if you have little ones, I want to encourage you to continue on our conversation because what you are doing now is preparing them mm-hmm. for those teen years. So let's talk about the elementary. Let's talk about the preschool. What are some guidelines that you put into place as a family that started that accountability, that started the conversations, that started the example of this is something that is okay to put Mm -hmm. into our brains, Mm -hmm. to look at, to listen to, but this is not. Okay. So first and foremost, we had one TV in the house. We we do have it at the time. We had a television in our bedroom, mm-hmm. um, but the TV viewing that happened with our family was out in the family room. Yes. Um, and um, that was so that we were all on the same page. We're all watching mm-hmm. the same things. Mm-hmm. Um, did that mean at times with the age gap that we have that some people were not happy with the choices that we were? <laughs> of course, but tough noogies. When things came up, I'll give you an example. Okay. Our family used to love America's Funniest Home Videos. Okay. Well, there was a point in time where there was another show that came on later in the evening after that, and it was definitely not Mm child-friendly. Well, the commercials for that show came on during the AFE. And so we would often ask the boys, we would say, hide your eyes which just meant kind of avert your eyes from the TV. And that was when they were in the early elementary years. By the time we got to middle school, 
you know, we, we ask them in conversation, what do you think you should do? Yeah. Like, uh, yes. you know, if you, if passing that baton, right. And so yes. for the most of the time, they still continue to turn their eyes. They would just kind right. of close their eyes or bow their heads or just you know, look away. Right. Um, and then, you know, the the good news about technology is now we can avoid all of that by mm-hmm. simply just watching them without commercials. Mm-hmm. The first step was training them. You know, when you see something as a follower of Christ, you have the capacity mm-hmm. to not do it. Right. You have, you can have self-control, right. even though everything in you is screaming, I want to look at that. Mm-hmm. You have the ability to not. Well, and I love what you said about that. It, it isn't just this case of don't do it. Mm-hmm. It's when this occurs, because mm-hmm. it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. When this occurs, what I want you to do is cover your eyes, mm-hmm. look away. You're giving them a, a an opportunity, a, a task to do mm-hmm. instead. Mm-hmm. And that's so important. We can't just tell our kids, no, don't, right. no, right. stop. We have to provide them with an mm-hmm. alternative. And, and that was the, the, the beginning of the conversation. When they were six, seven, eight, we also said, this is why you do it. Right. And it was very basic information. It wasn't, right. you know, we didn't give a, a sermon on right. why you need to do this, mm-hmm. but it was just that God wants us to be really careful about what we see. Mm-hmm. Now, I know there are some families who would say, don't have a TV at all then. And that is an option. We were in a restaurant and it was like a sandwich shop and they had a TV up and something came on and she looked at her kids who were, I'm going to say preschool and early elementary at the time. And she said, hide your eyes. They knew exactly what to do. And I was like, oh, that's impressive. She has trained her children because we cannot get away from technology. Yeah. It's just not an option. So if you choose not to have a TV, that's an option. But if you have the internet, you have the TV. Right. And I think just kind of what you were saying before is if we are taking the long view of parenting, you're not going to have a kid in the school system. And I'm going to say public, private, homeschool. It doesn't matter. I mean, if your kids are in some sort of community Mm -hmm. of education in any capacity, Mm -hmm. there are going to be other children who have devices and they're going to say, hey, look. Right. And if your kid doesn't know how to go, nope, I don't want to see that. Yes. And then come say, hey, mom, I got some bad news for you. Somebody showed me this. Just say, okay, let's talk about what you saw. Yes. Oh, so true. This same friend that taught her kids Mm -hmm. to hide her eyes. One of the things that she told me was that she saw some of these movies as an opportunity to sit down with her daughter and talk through what they were seeing. Mm -hmm. Now, please understand, she's not showing her a rated R movie. Right. Okay. Right. They're watching even G maybe PG when she got older, but to be able to have that remote in your hand, pause it, discuss what you saw. Did that glorify God? Did it not? How was that attitude? What happened when that character made that decision? What were the ramifications of that? And to be able to talk through that. And she saw some of these movies that were maybe popular in their elementary school as an opportunity Mm -hmm. instead of just a, no, we don't do that. I think it offers a really valuable insight into your child when you ask them, 
How does it make you feel when you see that? Mm. Because girls or boys, there are going to be some things that they see that make them, quote, feel good inside. Mm -hmm. Something is triggered for them. And we have to be the ones to say, okay, I hear what you're saying. Now let's talk about what God wants for you. And let's compare those two things. Do you see any difference between those two things? Mm -hmm. What do you think we need to do about that? Right. Those conversations. Okay. I want to hit on one more topic Mm -hmm. and then we're going to close for this podcast. And then we will start part two, um, talking about teens. This last topic I want to talk about is screens being used in bedrooms, Mm -hmm. screens being used in grocery stores, Mm -hmm. restaurants, Mm This is a this is a hot topic, a one that I know that some people are going to get upset with, mm-hmm. but I'm going to ask you to hear us out. I'm going to ask you to pray about this and talk with your spouse and and the reasons why we feel mm-hmm. this. Okay, first of all, we're going to hit on the bedrooms. Okay. What do you think? We have not allowed screens of any kind, devices in a bedroom, unless like, for example, if we were having community group, we would set up a TV with a DVD player for them to watch a movie with other kids or whatever. A movie that you had predetermined. Yes. yes, I think that's very important. You predetermined it wasn't here, go watch something. And the rule has always been, you cannot be alone in a room with a screen. Okay. So what is the purpose? Mm -hmm. And let's stay focused on preschool and elementary here. What is the purpose of that rule? So I think it's fair to say most of us, when we do something in private, mm-hmm. we think it's just between us. Yeah. <laughs> and we never want it to, to be the situation where a child felt like they were getting away with something. Mm-hmm. Or even if it was accidental, because let's remember, 75% of parents, this is from Enough is Enough website, 75% of parents feel that their child would not have seen something inappropriate versus 53% of kids had said, oh, no, I did see something inappropriate. That's mm-hmm. a tw- almost a 25% disparity yeah. there. Yeah. And so I just think that when we set our kids alone in a room with a screen, the likelihood that they are going to, A, stumble across something accidentally and then feel so ashamed they can't tell us, mm-hmm. or B, intentionally search something out right. and then not tell us. Is yeah. so high. The word we use in our home is accountability. There you go. We do this for accountability, not to trip you up, not try to catch you doing something wrong, but we are holding each mm-hmm. other accountable. We did not, we still do not do electronics in bedrooms for that reason. Okay, now the <laughs> topics of all topics screen time at restaurants. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times have I walked into a restaurant? Have I been in Walmart and a child, Mm -hmm. we're talking like a two-year-old is on a device Mm -hmm. at the restaurant Mm -hmm. walking through Walmart. And I have parents say, but what else would we do? Yeah. And I'm going to say, talk. Yeah. Or bring your little busy bag, you know, some coloring things. Let's pick out letters on the menu. Hey, I spy. There are so many options. The key that we're hitting on is it takes something from you to do these things. I watched a family playing Uno at the pizza place. Playing Uno. Perfect. And I wanted to go up, and I probably should have. I wanted to go up to them and say, thank you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And kids, you need to say thank you to your parents because they're giving you a gift. Mm -hmm. All right. We've covered a lot. We have. Let's close today. 
I hope you will join us in two weeks when we're going to talk further about this, focusing on teens. And for those with young kids, don't miss this because you're going to be laying a foundation now for what we're going to be talking about. We want to thank you for listening to the Parenting to Impress podcast. Be sure to visit abcjesuslesbian.com and check out the show notes for more information on topics shared in this episode. Please subscribe and share with your friends.